I'll be the Louis DeBrusque to your uh, Ryan Hunter season. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I would rather Jack Michaels. No offense. This is the MJ Sports Pod. With your hosts, Mike and Josh Vanderswag. We're talking headlines, breaking news, and all things sports. The show begins in three, two, one, let's go. Come on into the MJ Sports Pod Season 1, Episode 16. And uh, you are alive, Josh. I am alive. Um, we had another episode filmed, but by the time I got it edited, all the info was obsolete. <laughs> so it's like, <laughs> now you can listen to super odd predictions that are like, didn't come to fruition or they did, or you're just going to not air the episode. So we're redoing 16, if you will. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's, uh, my first, uh, pod as a dad, your first pod as an uncle of four, three, three for you. Um, three unless there's something i don't know (laughs) (laughs) not not for my end no oh boy yeah so uh yeah it's been been a while uh april was kind of just chaos our son levi was born there uh march was busy we filmed it in february we did film that episode in february um but it just kind of (laughs) got out of hand with busyness and school and things but we are back and today on the show uh we're going to talk about the nhl we're going to make our round one, two, three, and four playoff predictions now that we're here, <laughs> like on the cusp of the Stanley Cup final. No, we'll do that. We'll look at the Stanley Cup final a little bit. We're going to talk about some uh, management and coaching changes that are coming um, in different teams and people who are looking. We're going to talk um, some CFL as preseason is uh, in its final week before we get rolling with the regular season there. And then we'll be back to predicting some of those games. Um, yeah, it's kind of like in the transition phase here. We started this podcast on Labor Day weekend of last CFL season because that was our first episode breaking down those games. And uh, we're coming up to the end of season one. I guess we'll just renew the season, uh, um, like TV, <laughs> it's renewed for a second season <laughs> due to popularity. <laughs> um, with our no. constant weekly update <laughs> yeah yeah exactly exactly it's all those people in like sri lanka and india watch listening to the pod um yeah no we're gonna do that and uh yeah i think we'll start uh talking about the uh nhl playoffs and uh all the great officiating we saw there uh, but we'll take a quick break come back on the other side right here on the mj sports pod All right, welcome back to the MJ Sports Pod, Season 1, Episode 16. Um, as we record this, because hopefully it'll air not long after I say this, um, the Vegas Golden Knights are up 5-0 on the Dallas Stars over halfway through the third period in Game 6, in which they can win the series, win the West, go to their second Stanley Cup Final. And when did they come in the league? 17? I think so, 17-18? I think so, yeah, 17-18, yeah. So, yeah, not bad. Two cup finals in six years. That's it's all right. Um but Florida, man. Florida is the story here because they have knocked out 
the top uh, two the top two seeds in the uh in the east on their way to the Stanley Cup final and the and the Leafs. So they did Canada a huge service and they've knocked off the top <laughs> two uh seeds everywhere else. Um what do you think about that? Like I they're just like full of depth and they're playing hard as a team. Yeah, I mean I think uh I'd be curious to know if anybody's bracket is in my entire country or world is even accurate at this point i don't think so probably but not mine um mine was busted week one with florida winning because i had boston going to the stanley cup final so <laughs> i did too <laughs> which i think a lot i think lots of people did uh i mean it's pretty crazy like Bobrovsky's just kind of found his game again at the right time like going into the playoffs like uh, because who's their goalie to start the playoffs? They had somebody else starting. Uh, Alex Lyon, like L Y O N. Yeah, because yeah, he, he finished the year for them. They started him in the playoffs, and then they switched to Bobrovsky, and he's just like kind of taken over and <laughs> ran with it. And he's kind of, I think he's like the main reason that they're where they are. To be honest, like yeah, because they haven't. To my knowledge, they haven't really like blown out teams like winning games like Vegas is right now, like five nothing or stuff like that. Like it's been pretty tight games, but because of the way he's been playing, that he's kind of propelled them forward, and it's just pretty wild. Like my my Stanley Cup final pick was Boston versus Edmonton in the final. That's and to my knowledge, that was kind of a lot of people's belief was that that was where it was going to end up, and. I mean, who knows if the Oilers would have beat Vegas? Would they have beat the Stars? Like I, I can't say. I don't. I would. I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, um, that was my that was my uh, bracket final too. Was Edmonton beating Boston because I thought they could do it, just due to the fact that they're a little faster than Boston. I thought that would give them the edge. But our goaltending in the first couple rounds, <laughs> I quickly lost faith in that. <laughs> And not that it was awful, but there was moments where it's like, oh my goodness, what is happening here? Yeah, you could tell Stuart, it was Stuart Skinner's first real playoff action. Yeah. Um, it kind of stormed through a little bit there. But I mean, then as soon as they're eliminated, you see all the things about uh, kind of pull, pivot a little bit here towards just some oiler stuff. But like, just like people, should they buy out Jack Campbell? Should they do this? And it's like, I mean, if you buy him out, fine whatever but then he's on your book for eight more years i think it is or eight or nine like yeah it's pretty wild like i don't see the point in going that route where you save two or three million dollars off your cap where where you have to go find another goalie where Mm. yeah like i don't know i say you keep him for this year like coming up almost through the whole contract i think like he's a good backup Stuart Skinner, if nothing else, over the next few years, you got your goalies locked up for the next three seasons, like yeah, or playing box or whatever it works out to be. Like, and if the Oilers, I mean, went deeper, if they were even in round three, um, you would say Campbell actually saved their playoffs in Game Four of the uh, quarterfinals against LA when he came in there when we were down three nothing to start the game. He came in and allowed one goal the rest of the way. We won in overtime, and he made a key save on Arvidsson late in the third that was a breakaway. That And, and Campbell is not a good breakaway goalie. I mean, I watched that in Winnipeg live. It's like as soon as it's a breakaway, you're like, okay, now we're down more goals. But it's <laughs> – you could – like if they would have went deep, even if they would have won the whole thing, 
people would look back at that game and say, actually, he was a main reason why we even made it to round two because we would have been done there, I think, after that game if we would have lost. Um, and I, I don't like losing to division teams. That's why it was hard to lose to Vegas. But <laughs> yeah, no, and yeah, no, go ahead. I don't know. It's, it's, <laughs> I know a lot of people love Vegas, but I just find it so hard, like, to be a fan of them even in any capacity because it's like these big name free agents all sign there and they somehow have this cap space to make it all work. Mm-hmm. And they just keep bringing people in and bringing people in and bringing people in. And then it's like, uh, like, oh, they're a little tight to the cap. Okay, well, I'll just trade Pacioretty away. <laughs> like, and then everyone's like, oh man, Carolina. And then like Pacioretty gets back for two games and tears his ACL again. And he's out for who, who knows how long. Yeah. I don't know if he should be playing again, in my opinion, if you tear it twice with that short of span, but. Yeah, I don't know. It just, they just seem to find money everywhere, and it's just frustrating. <laughs> well, and yeah, and as we talk here, it's now six nothing Vegas. Two minutes left in the third, so um, that's a pretty sure thing that they'll go um, get the West now. Um, yeah, <laughs> wonder if they'll touch the trophy. Ooh. Um, <laughs> no, I I think it's. You look at, so the, go back to Florida goaltending situation. So Bobrovsky was so average this year in the regular season that uh, Spencer Knight played a lot of the games. Spencer Knight then went into the NHLPA assistance program for, um, I don't even know what it is, but we wish him the best as from a human perspective for that. Um, And in came this Alex Lyon, however you pronounce his name. And he goes on this tear and gets them in the playoffs. Like, Like without him, they don't make the playoffs, right? And then he started the first two games, and it was like, okay, like it's okay. But then, uh, yeah, it just kind of rolled there into Bobrovsky, and Bobrovsky, they were down 3-1 to Boston. Like, everyone thought they'd be out 5. Okay, fine, they won 1, then 6. And they come back and win it in 7. Um, then they've, since that since they were down 3-1, they have lost two, one game, right? I think they're eleven and one since then because they went five in Toronto and four against Carolina. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah, like that—that's insane. That's eleven and one in their last twelve playoff games, um, and one includes a four overtime win, which is like twelve seconds from five overtimes. Uh, one includes a one minute overtime win. These are all the conference final games, and against Toronto, they won in overtime. We all know Rad Kogudis uh, face right there, and. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Sam's that's, a legendary, that's a legendary picture. I know. I I was at an event here recently, and a young guy said, "Oh, I just want Gudis. I just want to see Gudis win the cup now, <laughs> just because of that, right?" Um, but they don't get in if it's not for the third string goalie there, right? So, um, Bobrovsky too. Like, how many saves did he make in the series? There was graphics after this Carolina series, like they walked over them. So Vegas has just won the West uh, officially, six nothing final. Do you who do you pick now in the Stanley Cup final to win it all? There's such honestly interesting like, elements. Honestly, yeah. So one thing about Florida that's been interesting is they're one or two injuries away from like catastrophic problems because they have no cap space. They have just enough guys to basically ice a team. Mm-hmm. And nobody else. So, yeah. like, if they can stay healthy, I think it'll be a good series, and I think that they could pull it off if Bobrovsky plays the way he is and they've been, they play the way 
they, they can stay healthy. Yeah. If they start running into injury problems, then I think Vegas has an easier walk, kind of walks through it. But the thing is, like, I don't know. You see, Florida's got the better goaltending. Yeah, for sure. And I think Vegas has Vegas has the better offensive output. So it's I think it's going to be a pretty interesting ser- series that way. Like, I don't know if I can pick a winner, but if I had if I had to, I'd probably go with. I think I'd pick Florida just because of the momentum they're riding, honestly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think I'm going to say the rest that they've had. <laughs> yeah. And it becomes the rest versus rust. But I mean, they didn't look rusty when they come off these other, like they played seven and then quickly dismantled the Leafs. Like you would think they're just bagged, right? Um, yeah. I am going to say Florida and six. Part of me just bets with my heart because I don't like Vegas, but I, I honestly don't think. Yeah, I don't know. Vegas is going to have to really work on Bobrovsky. Like, he, everyone thought Carolina would beat them, right? Like, okay, they got past Toronto. That's good enough. Kind of like the Oilers and the Flames, right? Like, that was last year. That was the story. And it's like, okay, now the Avalanche can go do this. Um, yeah, but I exactly. I don't know, man. That, that Florida team, I feel like 10 years ago, they were begging people to sit in those seats. And now they've got this winning program. Yeah, and the, and the thing that Florida has going for them is, they've been bet against in every series. Like everyone's mm-hmm. just like, Oh, I can't believe they beat Boston. Well, like at least they beat one around like Toronto will win now. And yeah. then they beat Toronto. It's like, Oh, Carolina. I think they can kind of take them out. And then they sweep Carolina. It's like, I don't know, man, you'd look at it and you're like, okay, Vegas probably will win. But <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> like they've just been on a tear and they've got this momentum and this passion right now that I like, I don't know if you can, eat it to be honest well and here's the thing is that vegas will have home ice they're gonna be have games one and two there um the last time they played washington beat them in vegas was it in Vegas? yeah it was in vegas um mark andre fleur is the goalie then i uh yeah i don't know man paul maurice is there the jets fans are all like what the heck So, I don't know. The guy left and first team he goes to, he's in the final. So, um, Paul Maurice has never won the Stanley Cup. He's been in the final three times. Or th- two times, maybe. I don't know. Definitely not more than three. I think it's two. Um, once with Carolina and once with uh, Florida now. And uh, I don't know, man. I just think Vegas will be a tough, tough out. But I think Florida can do it. I, I really do. Um, yeah. They go to overtime. You just pass to Kachuk because apparently that works. Um, and if <laughs> if Flo- if Florida wins, it's going to be Kachuk or Bobrovsky with the con Smythe, and I have to think it's going to be Kachuk. Really, I'd lean more towards Bobrovsky. I think just yeah, like the numbers he's putting up. Honestly, like I know Kachuk's kind of been winning them these games and stuff, and he's been playing super well. But like, I think. I honestly don't think you're there without Bobrovsky. I mm-hmm. honestly like I don't believe that. So I think I I would put a vote towards him if I had the choice in <laughs> voting for something and, like that. But and who would you pick? If, so Vegas, if Vegas wins, like the my view usually comes from the winning team, right? Um, mm. It's been like three or four, I think, in the last forty years that have been away teams that have won it. Um, if it's Vegas, who do you pick for Consmite's winner? Uh, trying to think. 
I'm trying to, I haven't really watched them since the Oilers lost, so, and I didn't watch them before that. So I'm trying to kind of think. I'm <laughs> kind of basing it on the Oilers series, to be honest. Like that's where I saw most of the. I don't know, maybe March or so. I'm not too sure. Like, yeah, I think March so would be there because he he came alive in that second round. Like he had no goals in the first round. Um, but I also think Barbashev has got goals every series and key moments. Um, that's why I would uh would say maybe Barbashev. Um maybe if you're the, going uh, with maybe Pet- maybe Petrangelo can hack the trophy in half and you can give it to two people. Yeah, we dented it last year. He could slice. I was just gonna say <laughs> Petrangelo might win it for hardest slash, um, and least amount of punishment. Um yeah, I mean that's just a slight dig, right? But I I think our brother Nate just messaged me and says, Oh, well, let's let's hope Florida wins. <laughs> That'd be, um, yeah, that, those are my names. I, I honestly think Kachuk and Barbashev would be my names. Um, uh, show if he goes off in the cup final, then yeah, probably. But I think Barbashev has just been so consistent in scoring in every series at pivotal moments. Um, and he's not a guy that then, uh, is being overpaid. I don't sorry. well, they're all overpaid, but yeah. and then, uh, Something that's just really funny is when that Kachuk trade happened, everyone's like, man, the Florida got fleeced. And then, like, <laughs> you see now, like, Kachuk's just kind of dragging this team along. He's going along. Tree Living's gone. Sutter's gone. Goudreau's gone. Like, it, it all went from bad to worse. Um, yeah. And I saw I saw an uh, article today saying, uh, Wondering if the Leafs will, the Leafs and the Flames will make some sort of crazy trade for uh, Lindholm going to the Leafs or something. And I was like, are they just like I don't know? Maybe it's maybe they do just blow it up now. Now that Craig Conroy's in there, they're kind of like I don't know, but like that would be wild if like the few years that top well, that whole top line that was dominant, like the best line in the league that year. Like yep. if you could in two years, if they're all gone, three separate teams, that'd be wild. Um, it would be, and I mean, you look at their roster. They have Huberto signed till he's thirty-seven. They have Kadri signed till he's thirty-eight. Like you're not going to be able to off those guys in trades. That that's the like that's the. I don't know what the they, word is I'm looking for, but you know what I mean. Like you can't get rid of them. No one's going to want them at that point, and especially if the they're not Huberto producing. Extension, the Huberto extension was way too premature, and I think I firmly believe it was because of the Chuck Goudreau situation that they panicked. They're like, we have him, we need to lock him up, so mm-hmm. we can't like we don't lose him. But uh, this was from way back, like around trade deadline day. Yeah, um, there was all these people talking like, if you did not lock him up to that long of an extension and where they were sitting, you could have easily flipped him for a first plus like a first round pick plus something. Yeah. And somebody would have taken him. Cause I think he's only made, he was only making this year, like five, six, five, eight, somewhere in there. Mm-hmm. Like it wasn't, it wasn't crazy money and you could have easily flipped him to like, for instance, to Toronto who was looking to load up, like they would have gladly paid something for him. Like, honestly, like, Oh, they would have if they you pay retain, anything. If, if you retain salary, uh, like first plus and maybe plus plus like get your first and maybe two assets back in it and mm-hmm. like because he he had the in nhl history the worst drop off in points yeah <laughs> from the previous year like and just I'm crazy all, like i'm all for the flame setting records um yeah 
me too, but I just think that was way too premature on the extension. And then you signed Kadri to that ridiculous deal too. I don't know. I just think a lot of it was panic from the Flames, obviously, from what was going on, but yeah. just not smart moves. <laughs> Tree Living and Dubis were saving their behinds. Yeah. That, that's what happened. And it, didn't, and it didn't end up saving them anyway, so. Yeah. <laughs> um. Now... I want to just read this, and then we'll take a break here and transition. But um, this is the interesting thing, too, is in 2019, okay, 2019, the boss, the Tampa Bay Lightning win the President's Trophy and lose. Um, the very next year when they didn't win, the, after they won the President's Trophy, they didn't win it, but they won the Stanley Cup. Um, Colorado in 2021 won the president's trophy. Then last year they didn't win it, but they won the Stanley cup who won the president's trophy last year, the Florida Panthers. And now where are they? So does Boston go to the final next year? I, I, I don't know. It's very interesting how it works though. The year after for many of those, they won the cup. Um, yeah. So Florida will win. There think, you go. I think Boston can look very different next year. Cause I don't, I don't think Patrice Bergeron comes back and I don't think David Krejci comes back. Yeah. I think that's their one hit. Yeah, I think that was like Bergeron's last chance at it to go out with one more win or like one more uh, ring, I guess. Mm-hmm. And I think Crazy came back just for the one year for to try for it. Like, but I honestly I don't think either of those guys come back. And if that's the case, like that's your top two centers, you know, yeah. and it looks a lot different. And and it's not like you're winning, like saving a bunch of cap. They're only making a million a piece, like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It mm-hmm. wasn't like they're eating up a lot of cap that they're gone. You're like, oh, you have like seven, eight million to kind of work with here. Like that's yeah. two million dollars that not going to be on your books next year. That I yeah. mean, it's hard to replace two centers with whatever they're going to have. But yeah, yeah, I think some of those teams are going to look interesting next year. Um, get sick of talking about next year every time, right? With the Oilers, but I mean, they're in the window now. Um, I know, like. I, I always love end of season interviews when they don't win because it's like, are you guys committed here? And Dry sounds like, yes, yes, yeah. yes. Leave it alone. <laughs> Stop talking to us, Mark Spector. Um, but that's okay. Um, <laughs> we're gonna take a break here. Come back. We'll talk about some of this management uh, shifting. Dubis is out. We've mentioned Tree Living's out. Uh, some coaches moving around. Uh, we'll talk about that right here on the MJ Sports Pod. Stay tuned. Welcome back to the MJ Sports Pod Season 1, Episode 16. Uh, we have breaking news at this hour. Vegas did not touch the trophy. So that's the end of that. Um, <laughs> just kidding. No, like they didn't really, they did really not touch it. <laughs> but just kidding that that's the end. Um, yeah, I, like, uh, I, liked, I liked Florida's take on the, the trophy. <laughs> what, did, what did they do again? They they touched it, but they said we won it, so we, we wanted to touch it. Yeah, like, it was yeah. Like, yeah, like we we won it, we deserve we uh, get to touch it kind of thing. I was like, yeah, fair enough. <laughs> it's such a such a weird stupid uh, superstition. Someone put uh, someone put on here like Vegas didn't touch the trophy. Hockey players are dumb. <laughs> That's a pretty blanket statement for not touching something. 
Oh boy. Anyways, uh, I remember. In, I remember in some NHL games uh, I had for my Xbox. If you'd get to it, like that point where you'd win the trophy, like the Eastern Conference, or yeah, they do like the weird hand thing where they're like not touching. Not touching the trophy. Like, yeah, so stupid. Oh, the Oilers never touched it in 06. And then when they lost, when they had their like welcome back to Edmonton for the fa- like the players down at City Hall, yeah. it was a big thing. Come get your photo taken with the Clarence Campbell Bowl. <laughs> That was all we <laughs> it's like, I don't know if I want a photo of that. That just reminds me that we lost the cup. Oh boy! Well, did, uh, did the Avalanche touch it last year? I can't remember. I can't remember actually. To be honest, someone will have to write in. Yeah, yeah we'll put it out there. Uh, yeah, let us know in the comments. <laughs> yeah, because we can't go look it up once we're done here. Oh boy. <laughs> Anyways, um. Just uh, just quickly here, we want to move to CFL, but uh, thoughts, Josh, on a couple of these moves. So Tree Living, we said, is out. Not surprising. Dubas, out. Not surprising to me. Um, coaches. So Sutter's, like Calgary's cleaned house. Craig Conroy's been hired as the GM there, so he's already, they already have their guy. Um, Conroy's also adamant there will be a captain for the Flames next year because that was apparently a big problem for their season. <laughs> if that's their big problem, they got other things that don't they don't even see coming, I guess, because I didn't think that was their biggest problem. <laughs> Um, and, uh, yeah, like Gerard Gallant out in New York for the Rangers after the first round exit, which there's another team that just bought all these stars and just expected them to produce a cup and it doesn't work that way. And then you got Patrick Kane. Does he want to go back and play with Bedard? Cause somehow they won the lottery and everyone's calling it that fixed because Columbus and Anaheim both got screwed again. Um, the New York Rangers. The Gerard Gallant one really surprised me. The Rangers, the way they just added Kane and Tarasenko under it, they're like, okay, we're, we're good to go. I was just like, give me a break. <laughs> and you know what let them down against the Devils? Shosturkin. Like, they were scoring on him yeah. at will at times. That's so surprising to me because he won the Vesna last year. Um, yeah. But yeah, Gallant, I think Gallant ends up in Calgary, to be honest. He has... Yeah, I could see it. He's coached Huberdeau, he's coached Uyghur, he's coached these guys, and he like he's played with he's coached veteran teams, and that's what this team is. They're not a bunch of young mm. guns. Um but the poor guy has been shafted everywhere he's gone. Florida, I remember the big thing they booked him a taxi to get back to the airport so he could fly home because they fired him on a road trip, mid road trip, mid road trip too, not even like before or after, mid. Um then he goes to Vegas and they fire him because they want uh, Pete DeBoer. I guess so that's cool. Um, and then now with the Ranger thing, like it's like, what can the guy do? Like, it's like he does everything wrong, apparently. And you know what the weird thing is, is that he gets his teams to the playoffs and he still gets fired. Like, and it's not like, I don't know, it's not like he's with a team for like five years and they're getting to the playoffs, but losing first round every time. I could see you making a change there, but like, yeah. He's with a team for like two years and he gets the playoffs like every time and then he gets fired. And it's just like, what's he doing wrong? Like, <laughs> yeah, it seems it's, like he's doing okay. <laughs> it's so interesting to me. Um, I don't, I don't understand. I, I really do think though he'll end up in Calgary. That's my prediction there. Um, I think Conroy isn't going to be a guy that's going to bring an old flame. Like, that sounds funny because we always talk when people talk about love. Oh, my old flame, uh, Thor. Didn't he say Jane was an old flame of his? Um, yeah. <laughs> but like, you know what I mean? Like the Oilers do that all the time. 
the higher within, yeah. right? Like they're talking about Steve Stales being the GM once Holland's contract's done next year. That would just be a typical Oilers move. And I don't think it's bad. I, Stales is good. We've seen he him might at the end up in Ottawa bit. now, though. Sorry? He may end up in Ottawa, though. Yeah. Well, that's depending on thing. that ownership group. Yeah. Um, so like there's things like that. Gallant, though, I think it makes sense. He got he coached Huberto, I think, for one season and Uyghur for one season because um Quenville coached uh, the other times, but um Quenville's gonna make a comeback too. <laughs> okay, there's like there's there's another. I'm sure we haven't heard the end of Mike Babcock somewhere. His name always seems to service every time his coaching opening. Um Is he still getting paid by the Leafs? Oh, probably. Or is he that over now? No, I think he still is, right? I think so. No, I, I remember would... when he. Uh... No, it's probably done by now. I remember when he got uh, let go or whatever, <laughs> and uh, he went to coach uh, the university team, and he didn't take a salary because he just wanted to coach. And it's like, give me a break, man! You're making like five million dollars from it. For not coaching in the NHL, no wonder you didn't take a salary. The Leafs are like paying him to coach the Huskies. Pretty much, yeah. Like, and he, and he made it kind of like tried to make it spin it like he was just doing it out of the goodness of his heart. <laughs> it's like a break. Oh man, yeah. I don't know. I like who the Rangers pick up. I don't know. Dallas Eakins was out, and he was on the panel. Oh my goodness, that guy just looks so angry all the time. Uh, he was on the Sportsnet panel. Why he's out of Anaheim, I don't know. Like I know they're last place, but it's like he had he had nothing going for him this year. Um, (laughs) they were tanking for Bedard and they still lost. That's when you know you're bad. Um, and yeah, I mean, like it's gonna be a couple moves, but uh, I mean, we'll break this down more in the off season. But you got any like closing thoughts on that before we move to the CFL on who's been gone and what you think? I think the uh, Calgary Flames have kind of done the most work. Like they mm-hmm. promoted Conroy, which I think was the right move. I think he was definitely deserving of it. Yeah. They brought Dave Nonis in, a former GM, as like a front office guy to like kind of help Conroy, which I think is huge. Like to have him there who's done it before, to have a guy that can kind of help you if you need some help with like even just like with connections with other GMs in the league, like a guy who's got some rapport with them already. And then they bring a Ginla in as well, which I think is a, like, I mean, about time, in my opinion, <laughs> like, to bring yeah. somebody like that, like, into the front office. So I think their front office is looking pretty good. Like, it'll be interesting to see how the coaching staff fills out. And then uh, Tree Living, I think, ends up in Toronto. And it sounds like Dubas might end up in Pittsburgh after his whole, uh, it's Toronto or bust kind of speech <laughs> for him. <laughs> like, I guess if Sydney comes calling, you go, right? Um, yeah, so, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see how things fill out in the offseason here. Like, I don't think, I don't know, maybe we'll see a couple signings. You got to think uh, Pittsburgh and uh, Toronto will make some moves here pretty soon before the draft. Yeah. You got to think, but you never really know. So, yeah. That's, yeah, it'll be interesting to see, I think. I think it's hilarious the whole. <laughs> Text all Burke. And they're like, yeah, this is a dynamite. This is gonna be good for years to come. First playoff miss in 16 years. Like, you're out of here. That was not what we were hoping for. <laughs> now, Pittsburgh, in my opinion, we're gonna talk about this in the offseason, but Pittsburgh, in my opinion, needs to get the goaltending figured out. 
Tristan Jari is yeah. good, but man, like when the Oilers play him, they light him up. How are other teams not? Are we just that good? Yeah. Obviously not, because we're not in so. the playoffs. If we play Pittsburgh every round, we would be. Um, <laughs> but like, and DeSmith is okay too, but he's not, I don't think he's the answer. Like, I don't know. DeSmith also won fourth place in the you world know? due to Latvia winning bronze and declaring it a national holiday for winning a bronze medal. The biggest mistake the Pittsburgh Penguins ever made was protecting, uh, not protecting Flurry, mm-hmm. and letting him walk to Vegas. Yeah, because they had uh, what's his name? I can't even think about Matt him. Murray. Kind of proves my point. Matt Murray. Uh, kind of proves my point there <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> but like, I mean, then Matt Murray like goes. Tanks goes to Ottawa. They're like, oh, we got a goalie. Doesn't hardly ever play. And then goes to Toronto and they're like, oh man, we got like Matt Murray. He can kind of refine his game here. Doesn't do it. I mean, yeah. short bursts, sure. But like Samsonov carried that team as far as he could. Yeah. <laughs> and even but then. I don't know. Like, but like speaking of Pittsburgh's goaltending problems, like would you still have that with Flurry? Maybe now you would because Flurry Flurry's age and stuff, but I don't think for the like for those next few years after Flurry left, you wouldn't be in that same problem or having that same problem. I don't think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think no, I Flurry's value value was increased because of the team Pittsburgh had, not because of how good Matt Murray was. In my opinion, <laughs> yeah, Matt Matt Murray went from Stanley Cup champion to placed on waivers by the Ottawa Senators. Yeah. Uh, that so, tells you all you need to know, I think. And I don't, yeah. I don't watch Overdrive, but I found this clip on the TSN app at the beginning of the year. They're doing like their bold predictions, and one of them, I forget who they said who it was, it was an O dog. I wonder if it was Brian Hayes. Anyways, he said um, Samsonov will be game one starter in the playoffs, not Murray. And look what happened. Now that was due to injury partially, but it's still like I was like, wow, that's pretty good. Um, but yeah. just backs up your point a little bit, right? Like they all, they all thought the same thing. So, yeah. Um, yeah, no, it's going to be interesting. We'll, we'll monitor it as we go through, um, off season. There'll be a lot of changes around the, usually around the draft, you start getting like all of those holes filled. Right. So, um, we'll see. And then we'll watch Bedard put on his Blackhawks jersey. So watch, not that I wasted upon him, but we'll just watch it be a total bust when he hits the NHL. Like, Oh man, or, that would be brutal. Or the Blackhawks select Adam Fantilli. Yeah, <laughs> that'd be so good. Something way out of left field. That'd be crazy. The Ducks get Bedard after all, and he's terrible. Yeah, that would be <laughs> that'd be really funny. Because they missed out. They missed out on was it Sidney Crosby? Yeah, they lost the lottery for him and for Bedard now. Yeah. Someone said McDavid, and I was like, no, that was Buffalo that had the best odds to get McDavid, but. And they ended up with Eichel, and he didn't even want to play there. So that shows you another thing. There's another team that will yeah. make the playoffs, I think, next year. But that, that's all aside. I agree, but yeah. <laughs> um, I was just going to quickly do something related to playoffs here. So at American Thanksgiving, they say the teams that are in the playoffs, what's the percentage? Like 98% of them make it the playoffs? Like it's pretty much those teams left. So on my computer today, by chance, <laughs> I found this photo. I screenshotted them on American Thanksgiving this year. And here's the Eastern teams in the playoffs on American Thanksgiving, okay? Devils, Islanders, Hurricanes, Bruins, Leafs, Red Wings, Rangers, Lightning. 
Florida ended up kind of taking the Red Wings spot, obviously not the same seed. Um, so one change there in the West, it was Dallas, Colorado, Winnipeg, Vegas, Seattle, Los Angeles, Calgary, St. Louis, Minnesota, Edmonton took those two that didn't make it, but like Calgary is right there and they somehow plummeted to the bottom. Um, just an aside, it's kind of cool to see that that does live up like three out of the 16 teams didn't actually end up making the playoffs. So it's kind of cool, but yeah, no, that is, that is interesting. It, it kind of does equate to about the 98%, 97% kind of thing. Do you want me at a few change? Yeah. Just a few changes there, but yeah. So yeah, it's pretty cool, but we're going to take a quick break here and uh, we'll come back. We'll just do a quick touch on the CFL. Uh, preseason is wrapping up and uh, just look ahead to the, uh, the regular season opening up here early June. We're already there. And, uh, then we'll call it a show today. So stay tuned on the MJ Sports Pod. Welcome back to the MJ Sports Pod Season 1, Episode 16. Um, if you've listened this far, you know that Josh and I are indeed live, and we've come back to give you another episode of the MJ Sports Pod. Um, we've talked a lot of NHL, but we're going to shift to CFL. CFL is in... Um, the final week of preseason, they call it week C just to not confuse it with the numbers, I guess, because we're <laughs> not that advanced as humans, but anyways, whatever. It's just how it's always been. Um, Edmonton's off to a rip run start. They lost both of their games. Um, almost beat Winnipeg. That's remarkable, but alas, even the home record, even though preseason doesn't count still is zilch as the Elks. Um, but the intriguing thing is the Riders play at Commonwealth Stadium, the brick field at Commonwealth Stadium, uh, week one. And the Edmonton ownership says if they don't win, the Elks, that is, they will let you have your seat for free until they do. So you buy it for week one, and you probably have a season ticket. Will you go to all those games? Probably not. But I just found I'm that bored. kind of intriguing. So I thought it was funny because they did that when the Riders still had Fajardo and all these problems. And now we got Harris. They've loaded the receiving core with brand new like frames. Like we'll see. I'm not saying the Riders are gonna walk yeah. in there and win. This is Chris Jones we're talking about. His defense usually wins his games, but it is kind of intriguing. And uh we'll see what happens. But looking around the CFL. Pretty bold, pretty bold statement to make. I know at, at week one. They did it one year yeah. in BC. BC was in need of a win. Like fans weren't coming. So he said it's guaranteed win night against the Riders. The Riders beat them by four points. But all they got was a ticket for the next game. But to say you will sit in that seat until we win as the Elks when you haven't won in two years. Oh vey. Um I'd take those odds. <laughs> yeah. Like I told David, you better go buy a ticket and you get to watch the stamps for free twice. Um yeah. <laughs> anyways, that's just because he likes the stamps. We don't even Josh is a football fan. The other three of us have teams. It's kind of how we roll, I guess. Um, but yeah, just in uh, cool things around the CFL, right? Um, Trevor Harris in Saskatchewan, I think, is good. I, I don't think he could have gone any better with what was available free agency. Fajardo's excited to work with Moss again. Why? I have no idea because that didn't work. Um but whatever. As for Jardo, he's happy to be where he's at, and I'm happy for him. He's a genuine person, but obviously just wasn't getting it done on the field. 
Um, Dane Evans was playing for the Lions against the Riders the other night. It's kind of funny seeing him with a double-digit number on his jersey and BC Lions colors after seeing him. Hamilton said Evans or Mazzoli. Now they're all gone. But they have both Levi Mitchell. <laughs> That's partially why. There's been some guys that were big signings um, that you know had to go and and uh, see things done and and want a new scenery, if you will. Um, but we're gonna. I think we'll just call it there. We're gonna update this season or this. We'll analyze the season as we go along here at the podcast. Um, but it's gonna be interesting. Interesting season. I think there's a lot of a lot more parity. Um, as the rosters look now, Shaq Evans in the first CFL game that he played ever for the Red Blacks in the preseason breaks his thumb. So he's out six to eight weeks, I think it said, four to eight weeks. Um, missed half of last year for the Riders due to injury all the time too. So, I mean, terrible for him, but at the same time, it looks like the Riders made an okay thing letting him walk. Um, Ottawa needs help. Like in terms, they need to win some games starting. It doesn't look like Mazzoli's going to play until week three potentially or game three, which is in week four, because they have an early bye. Um, so uh, that might actually work to their favor, but Arbuckle looks ready to go. Um, that guy's been around the CFL for a while. So, um, yeah, we're going to analyze storylines. We're going to look at it. We're going to follow it, and uh, we will see. But uh, for Josh, my name is Michael, and uh, you can find us wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, be sure to hit subscribe, leave us a rating on how we can make this better. You can follow us on social media at MJ Sports Pod on Twitter, MJ Sports Pod page on Facebook, at MJ Sports Pod on Instagram. Basically, that is the handle for wherever you want to find us. And uh, we will uh, be back for sure with episode number 17. Take care, everybody.